You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and postgame show, the place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. If you want to get more out of being an IU basketball fan, then make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. Go to assemblycall.com slash join today and sign up for free. That's assemblycall.com slash join. This episode of The Assembly Call is brought to you by Crane Credit Union. Get a $150 deposit into your new Crane Credit Union checking account when you get e-statements, have direct deposit, and use your debit card. Plus, there's no monthly service charges and no minimum balance to open your account. Stop into any of Crane Credit Union's 14 locations or visit their website at cranecu.org for more information. That's cranecu.org. Crane Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. And now, get ready for another brand new edition of the Assembly Call. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another off-season episode of the Assembly Call. I'm your host, Jared Morris, here with another three-point shot for you today. Three thoughts about Indiana basketball on Thursday, April 6th, 2017. Uh, Before I get to the three points, a quick reminder that tonight, Thursday, uh, April 6th, we have another live simulcast of Assembly Call Radio. So we hope that you will join us. We'll be recording our radio show, uh, which goes out to several Indiana uh, radio stations on Friday. And then we also post it as a podcast in our feed. But on Thursday nights, we do a live simulcast of it. Uh, We're going to be doing it every Thursday during the offseason. Our members-only live chat is going and the benefit of watching those live is, of course, I mean, you get kind of a sneak peek and you get to hear the the content that we talk about on the radio show. But also in between segments, you kind of get to get a peek behind the curtain uh, and, and get to hear us talk about some of the stuff that doesn't make it on the show. So we love it uh, when you all join us for those live recordings. And we have another one tonight, Thursday, nine o'clock Eastern time. And we'll be doing it every Thursday throughout the offseason. All right, well, let's jump into today's three-point shot. If you missed it, yesterday, Archie Miller hosted a roundtable for local media members in Bloomington. Had several folks in. Uh, They talked about a wide range of subjects. And it must have been a really inspiring roundtable because some of the writing that came out of it was really superb. Uh, Articles in particular by Greg Doyle, Greg Gottfried, and Rick Bozich, all of which I'm going to talk about here on this edition of Three Point Shot. But hat tips to all three of you guys uh, for really just some excellent writing um, and and some really some illuminating insights about Indiana's new coach. And so and that's what I want to talk about in today's three point shot. Uh, each one of those articles by those three different writers, I thought, highlighted something different that was also important uh, for Indiana fans to know and to realize about their new coach and how their new coach is approaching his job. And so let's talk about those here on this episode of three point shot. So the first revelation is that it's clear that Archie Miller's immediate priorities are in order. And here is an excerpt from Rick Bozich's piece. And Rick's piece is called Miller Time Starts at Home for New Indiana Basketball Coach. And of course, if you want the links to these articles, you can go to the show notes. Uh, you can also go to the blog post. Go to assemblycall.com slash three-point shot. Uh, you can see, find all those links or follow me on Twitter at assemblycall. And I've tweeted out all the links as well. So here's an excerpt from Rick Bozich's piece that really highlights how Archie's immediate priorities are in order. Quoting now from Bozich's piece. 
Miller has invested more time in developing relationships with the players on Tom Crean's final IU team than he has in finalizing every member of his new staff. He'll complete his coaching lineup later, but said it would certainly have a Dayton flavor. That's a change from the way Miller established himself at Dayton, because what he learned in his last transition is building relationships with new players is what matters. Quote, I didn't drive to Indy and start running around meeting high school coaches, Miller said. I sat in the office and dealt with Thomas Bryant, IU sophomore center, who was considering a move to the NBA. I dealt with Colin. Hartman, the senior Miller recruited to return for a fifth season with the Hoosiers. You have to get a feel for what's going on around you before you start doing things. There's going to be plenty of time for that stuff. To me, getting the lay of the land has been a lot more important than starting off saying, hey, I've got to do 9,000 things in the next four days and make sure I'm the best at all of them. I'm just going to stink at everything if I do that. Obviously, that last part is Bozich quoting Archie Miller. So this particular excerpt stood out to me for a few reasons. Number one, I think it shows that Archie has a real self-awareness in his ability to learn from his past actions. He realized that he could improve upon how he handled his transition to Dayton, and he's doing it now at IU. Number two, there's a lot for Archie to wrap his head around at Indiana. It is not a simple job. And in the long run, I think focusing is going to serve him a lot better than frazzling. And number three... And most importantly, I think it really shows that Archie's priorities are in the right place because how easy, perhaps even tempting, would it be for Archie taking over an 18 and 16 team to feel like the group of players currently in Bloomington deserves something less than his undivided attention? He inherited them. He didn't recruit them. Some of these players may not fit how he ideally wants to play basketball. Now, you and I can look at it objectively, especially based on individual performances from last season, and say that Archie's first great Indiana team may not include many of these players who are currently on the roster. But Archie isn't thinking that way. Rather than hyper-focusing on his staff or getting started on the relationship building that he'll need to do with Indiana high schools, Archie is investing in Indiana's current players. And it's the right thing to do because a coach's primary responsibility is leading the players currently on his roster. Again, that's why this shows that Archie really has his priorities in order. And even better, it seems to really be paying off. I mean, Colin Hartman is coming back. Thomas Bryant is still on campus working out, at least. And we don't you know, know what he'll end up choosing. And no one has transferred. So granted, the status of all three incoming recruits remains up in the air. And we still await final decisions from OG Thomas and James Blackman Jr., But a 2017-18 season that we all feared could fall apart before it even got started now seems like it has real hope. And what better way for a new coach to build positive momentum for his program than by fielding a competitive team right out of the gate? So that is point number one, that Archie really seems to have his priorities in order. A big revelation from yesterday's media roundtable. Before we move on to point number two, uh, a quick nod to HoosierProud.com. They sponsored our banner moment uh, on the assembly call all throughout last season. They're doing it again this season on assembly call radio, so you hear them talk about us tonight uh, if you join us for the live simulcast or if you listen to assembly call radio. But, you know, look, if you're from Indiana, if you're a proud Hoosier, if you're proud to have roots in the great state of Indiana, HoosierProud.com is a great website. Whether you're thinking about buying something for yourself, whether you're looking for a gift for somebody else, go there. They have a really cool line of products. They carry our assembly call uh, T-shirts. 
They carry lots of other gear uh, emblazoned with Indiana-related logos and designs. Uh, So go browse, and when you go there, use the promo code ASSEMBLY, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's one of the benefits of being an Assembly Call listener, uh, and we really appreciate Hoosier Proud giving our listeners a discount like that. So again, go to HoosierProud.com, promo code ASSEMBLY, Check out all their gear. Get something for yourself. Get something as a gift. Uh, You can't go wrong at HoosierProud.com. All right. uh, On this episode of The Assembly Call, we are breaking down the important revelations from Archie Miller's Media Roundtable. We just talked about how Archie has his priorities in order. Now, revelation number two, which is that Archie Miller absolutely has no time for excuses. And so here are two passages from Greg Doyle's piece from the Indianapolis Star uh, titled, Archie Miller isn't tempering expectations, he's raising them. Here's excerpt number one. And so it was that I asked the new caretaker of IU basketball the question IU fans have been wanting to know more than all others. How soon can he have Indiana being Indiana? And this quotes Archie Miller. A lot of people have different philosophies on this, Miller says. Expectations are something that a lot of people want to temper. If you get off to a slow start, obviously people are going to give you the cushion to build. I don't operate like that. I want to win now. Here's excerpt number two from Greg Doyle's piece. He's in a hurry, the Hoosier's new basketball coach. He's been back to Dayton just once since being hired to see his wife and daughter and do his laundry. And after 10 days on campus, he's ready to get going. He'll leave Thursday, leave behind his favorite Starbucks and his delivery pizza for parts unknown. And quick aside, Archie will be going out this weekend to do uh, home visits with Justin Smith, Al Durham, and Clifton Moore, Indiana's three incoming recruits, to see if he can convince them to uh, honor their letters of intent. Otherwise, they'll be released from those letters of intent and be free to look elsewhere. So that'll be going on this weekend. All right, back to uh, Doyle's excerpt. As for Wednesday, he left behind an empty cup of coffee. Dark roast. Bold. The brown sleeve had long since been removed, making its way into Miller's hands as he was visiting with us. At one point, Miller looks down, sees what he's been doing, and stops. He releases the brown sleeve onto the table, crumpled into a tiny little ball. Kudos to Doyle for identifying such an illustrative anecdote. You know, Archie Miller holding on to an empty brown coffee sleeve because he's so engrossed talking about his role as IU's coach is just perfect. I mean, I think every IU basketball fan who read that thought to himself or herself, now that's what I'm talking about, right? Someone who is so into this job, so excited and enthusiastic and focused on what he's doing as IU's basketball coach. Now, does it actually mean anything? No, of course not. I mean, maybe we'll come to find out that Archie is just a bit absent-minded. Many are, especially many coaches. But for now, that empty brown coffee sleeve represents something important to Indiana fans based on what we've come to learn about Archie. And here's what I think it represents. There's no priority greater than the job at hand and no excuses, right? Archie isn't worried about establishing preemptive excuses that lay the groundwork for a difficult 2017-18 season. He wants to win now. He's not asking anyone to give him time or even to be patient. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take it upon ourselves to be both, right, to give him time and be patient. We just don't need to worry about Archie asking us to or passively, aggressively admonishing us if we don't. Archie Miller came to Indiana to win big. He expects it to happen as soon as this upcoming season, and he's inviting all of us as IU fans to hop on board. And ironically, this kind of no-excuses attitude is exactly what will earn him more patience even if things don't go quite as well on the court next season as he expects. But I doubt he cares about that (laughs) in terms of it earning him more patience. 
All right, on now to the third revelation from Archie Miller's Media Roundtable, and that is that Archie has chosen some really smart program role models. And this comes from Greg Gottfried of the IDS, who wrote a piece called A Roundtable Around a Rectangular Table with Archie Miller. And Greg's piece uh, includes some really, really good writing uh, when he compares Archie Miller's smile to the Mona, Mona Lisa. I'll, I'll allow you to read that, but I thought that was a... A terrific uh, turn of phrase and a really well-written paragraph by Greg. Uh, and there were some others in here, too, including the excerpt I'm about to read. So here is how uh, Archie, as Greg described it, described a few of the programs that he's looking to as role models. So this is quoting Archie Miller. With our resources and the talent around here, we have to take off like Ohio State football, Miller said. Look at Michigan football. Look at Texas football. The broad-based brand and messages coming out of the most powerful places in college sports, not basketball, sports. We have to cater that to Indiana. We want to be cutting edge for sure. North Carolina's recent national championship was another talking point for Miller. Now, quoting from Gottfried's story, not just Miller. Building a team in the same vein as the one North Carolina just assembled is certainly not out of the realm of possibility for IU under Miller's tutelage. Recruiting mainly in-state with a veteran core and young talent seems like the emphasis for this coaching staff. That's a perfect model, Miller said in regard to the Tar Heel structure. Why can't Indiana become North Carolina? No idea why not. So this is my analysis of this now. Archie is clearly looking to other schools where one sport is king, right? Michigan, Ohio State, Texas football as a model for how IU basketball should operate in terms of balancing national brand building with a focus on locking down local borders. That's smart. That's exactly what he should do. And the comparison to North Carolina to me is an encouraging one, minus, of course, the whole egregious academic scandal thing, which obviously would not fly at IU. We would not allow any of that kind of nonsense. But the way North Carolina has built its last two teams is an excellent model for the kind of teams IU fans would love, right? Outstanding local players, mostly four-star guys with a few five-stars sprinkled in, guys who stay three or four years, improve individually, grow together as a team. Those are the teams that compete on an annual basis, both in the conference and on a national level, and that fans can fully embrace, Right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with a one-and-done now-and-then or a guy who only stays a couple of years, but those teams that are really built on three-, four-year guys, those are the stable programs. And those, you know, as college sports fans, we like to get to know our guys. And those guys who stay three or four years, it gives us more a greater amount of time to embrace them, get to know them, watch them mature. Think about, you know, Troy and Yogi over the last few years. Exactly like that. So it's a great model, and I'd love to see Indiana basketball win that way. Now, as to Archie's question about why Indiana couldn't be like North Carolina in terms of winning and sustained success, the answer to me is simple. There isn't a good reason why not. The infrastructure is in place, and it's just waiting for the right coach to maximize its potential. So yesterday, Archie Miller gave us a few more reasons to believe that he might be that guy, the guy who can maximize the potential of this Indiana program, and I remain very excited to find out. My thanks to Rick Bozich and to Greg Doyle and to Greg Gottfried for writing those columns. Obviously, without them, I would not have had fodder for this edition of Three Point Shot. I appreciate you being here. And one more reminder, join us tonight for the live simulcast of Assembly Call Radio, assemblycall.com slash live. We go live at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Ryan Phillips will be here, and we will have a special guest who we will reveal at that time uh but come join us we'd love to have you and if you can't join us live stay tuned for the podcast that will come out on friday morning and listen to it anytime this weekend when you want more iu basketball talk all right everybody 
We will talk to you tonight. Thanks for joining me. Go Hoosiers. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Assembly Call. If you want to support the show, please share The Assembly Call with a friend or family member who loves IU basketball like you do. You can also visit assemblycall.com support to learn a few ways you can help, from donating to grabbing official Assembly Call gear to buying IU merchandise that you'd buy anyway but using our special affiliate links, which get us a commission. We rely on the support of audience members like you to keep the Assembly Call alive and growing. Once again, the URL is assemblycall.com support. Thank you, and as always, Go Hoosiers! Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.